Welcome to Power Conversations Podcast. This podcast features discussions of overcoming by faith and resilience with women who are breaking glass ceilings and excelling to higher heights despite their past circumstances. Brought to you by What's Your Superpower TV channel, we will interview several women from across the globe who have overcome adversity and pushed through to fulfill their purpose. Welcome, welcome, welcome to Power Conversations Podcast. I am your host, Nadia Francois, and we are super excited today to have in the studio Jennifer Chapman. She is going to come on and tell us all about herself and her business and, of course, overcoming adversity and pushing through to her purpose. Welcome, Jennifer. Thanks, Nadia. I appreciate you having me on today. Not a problem. Come on and tell our listeners about a little bit about yourself. Yeah, so I was born and raised in Indianapolis to a an awesome, loving family and grew up super close. You know, as, as I told my dad the other day, it was we had like the picture perfect family, I thought, you know, um, grew up doing dance and playing tennis and softball and, you know, spending time with my family, going to cookouts and vacation and, you know, playing in the, the court and, and doing all the things. And then life had different plans for me at a young age, um, losing my mom tragically and suddenly at age 11. So that was my first time experiencing the first first opportunity of, of overcoming adversity at a young age. And then um, still was a, found a way to excel through high school and, and went to college and, and, and then spent 15 years in, in the sales world um, in a couple of different industries and, and then found myself facing adversity once more at age 34 when I suffered a life-changing stroke. And that is what I've spent my last four years overcoming uh, both physically, mentally, emotionally, all the, all the things and, and um, have tremendous support along the way. And am now, um, yeah, finding my, my new direction and, and turning the next chapter in my life right now. Awesome. 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 So of course we all, you know, experience things that we may not be so enthused to experience and, you know, um, some tragedies go on throughout our lives. But one thing about it is God's grace is sufficient, right? He brings us out, you know, to renew and refresh ourselves, recharge ourselves. And so just bringing it forward to you overcoming your stroke and trying to get back to some normalcy and get your business going and life going. What do you know what actually caused your stroke? Not, I didn't know right away. And that was the scary thing is that, you know, my, my doctors did a lot of ruling out of things and it took up to 18 months after having my actual stroke that they found the cause. 
So I didn't know what anxiety truly was until I was living it every day and found myself emotionally unstable um, and finding, trying to figure out why am I, why am I crying every day? Uh, And it wasn't until 18 months later that they had found a a small tear in the back of my neck and an artery in the back of my neck. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So I just wanted to ask that because, you know, there are several things that could contribute to that. And I just wanted to know um, if you knew what actually caused it and that the recovery is, is sometimes a little more pressing than actually going through uh, the actual health scare. So tell me about that. Yeah. So I spent a week in the hospital. I don't, I I can tell you, I didn't comprehend what had happened to me. Um, Mm -hmm. You know, and then I went to a, an acute rehab facility for about 10 days and still really struggled to process what actually had happened. But I just knew I was relearning how to walk and had speech therapy. It affected my my voice in the sense that it was I was very quiet and raspy when I came out. Um, and the biggest deficit that I have still today that no one can see is I lost my left peripheral vision. So learning all sorts of therapy and how to adapt with vision loss every day is still my daily reminder of what I went through. So physically I recovered, I was spent about five months in therapy and then it was at the year mark that I really um, was grasping with the mental and emotional rehab and recovery. Yeah. I bet that was really, really difficult to go through, especially um, knowing that you were losing a part of your vision. Um, how how do you kind of cope with that on the daily? I know you say it's a, a reminder of where you come from, but I know it's still something that you have to deal with daily. Such a good question, Nadia. I don't get asked that every day. Um, I've done, my attitude towards it has gotten a lot better than it did. I could, the first couple of years could easily get frustrated Um, or emotional at the fact that like I didn't see something on my left and I would accidentally like run into it or um, especially with driving. So I was able to get my license back. I got approved for that. And although I'm thankful I didn't lose my independence, right. It, that still gives me anxiety because it's like, I have to be hyper aware at all times when I'm on the road and I could be a fantastic driver, but it's, it's really paying attention to everybody else and really right. being on edge the entire time and realizing how much that can mentally drain you after a day on the road. Absolutely. Absolutely. Wow. And the reason I'm asking you these types of questions is because of course I've had to uh, interview other ladies in business that have experienced this, uh, having a stroke, um, you know, stress-related or anxiety-related. So that's kind of the reasoning behind my questioning because sometimes um, we kind of put too much on ourselves and then before we realize that it's time to back off, uh, something tragic as the stroke happens. So I just wanted to kind of, you know, round just for my own personal uh, information, but yeah, um, it, it's still good for the listeners. So 
Fast forwarding to getting your license, feeling more independent and just feeling like yourself again. Tell me what have you done since then to continue to build your brand or to start your brand? Um, what what are you working on? Yeah, so honestly, the game changer for me about a year and a half after everything was hiring my own life coach. And she is who helped me kind of understand the purpose behind all of this and knowing that this happened for me. And I worked with her for about eight months to kind of establish, all right, I'm not getting back to normal or what my normal was. It's understanding and adapting and embracing this new normal for me and and embracing this new version of me. Right. Like it's, I was sort of grieving the old me knowing I wasn't going to get her back, but I was going to eventually get back this new and improved version of myself, which four years to proudly say that. Uh, Awesome. Yeah. So I knew after working with her and, and stepping away from corporate sales and, and transitioning into something that was a lot less stressful, it gave me time to dive into my own personal growth and development and knowing like, okay, I know what a life coach did for me. I now want to pay this forward and do this for other women that are struggling potentially, you know, with, with a mental and emotional challenges that come with a life changing experience or event. And I want to say that it's for those women that want to change and are ready to move forward because I can tell you, I've met a lot of people, gosh, even over this last year and a half, right. Where life has kind of flipped our worlds Absolutely. And and people will play, they just have this negative mindset and just Mm -hmm. feel stuck and feel like they, they, they don't want to move forward. They're not ready for it. They don't want it bad enough. So I, I, I want to work with those women. I've created a life coaching business myself over this last year to help women that want to get out of, of, you know, the the stuck and to propel and move forward and embrace a new, a new version of themselves and they're ready to go. Absolutely. Amazing. So tell us what actually do you do uh, cover with it? I know the coaching kind of covers a lot of different areas. Do you have a specialty? Great question. Um, you know, I, a specialty, I, I don't want to, I'm not narrowing it down to just stroke survivors. I can tell you that. Okay. Um, right. Right. The women that have reached out to me thus far that I feel that I've impacted are the ones that are like, okay, I have I have a spouse, I have kids, I've got maybe even a great paying job, but I feel stuck. I feel like there's more. I feel like I I want to fuel my my purpose and, and there's something more for me. And I love that because that's how I felt. Um, mm-hmm. you know, I was thankful to still have my my job coming back, but being in that environment, I knew I was no longer, I, I could do more. I, I wasn't fueling my passion anymore by doing corporate sales. So I, I stepped away and these, I want these women to feel like that they can do the same, that if they got something they want to pursue, that that they've got everything within them to do. And it is working with women from the inside out approach, right? And not letting yeah. any outside influence or noise affect who they want to become. Absolutely. I love it. Yeah. So not really... Um, niching it down, but attracting those that need what you have, right? Right. 
good, good. I like that. Yeah. So what is the name of your business? So I named it Just Commit Coaching. And I always like to give a little background on why. I get a lot of compliments on my name. And not only did I use my initials for Just Commit, JC. However, so a new passion of mine since my stroke about three and a half years ago, I joined a Pilates studio. And the name of the studio is called Just Breathe. And I love that because in our classes, my instructor will always say something like, all right, just pulse, just lift, just hold. And she makes it sound so simple, but yet it is so hard every single time. <laughs> right. So yeah. I, yeah. So I tied it, I kind of tied it to that. Like just commit sounds like all I'm asking you to do is just commit yourself to three months of working with me or six months, but it's so much more than that. And, and you're literally committing to yourself a hundred percent that you are ready to, to do whatever it takes to, to step up, lean in, you know, ready to make that change for yourself. Yes, yes, yes. I love it. I love it. And and I love the name. That's why I was like, what is the name you have to tell us? So just commit, guys. Listen, Jennifer Chapman is here telling us of her testament of overcoming not just one tragic event of her life, but two, and has bounced back with the best type of resilience that we can ever ask for um, in going through a tragedy by helping others, right? That is like the ultimate give back. You know, when we go through things ourselves, and then we can turn around and pour and sow into others to help them to not have to go what we've gone through or either to help them to get through what we have experienced firsthand. So I know that holds a lot of weight um, within your customers and your clients um, that you have overcome something. Do you utilize your story uh, in capturing your clients? 100% I do. And I, the way that I've done that just in, in a few short months that I've, I created this, I created it last year, but I found a great way is to share my story in front mm -hmm. of, you know, networks and just communities of people and, and having the opportunity to speak on podcasts and having audiences listen, because maybe they're the, that's what my hope is, is that someone out there hears it or they know someone that's going through what I've gone through and wants to get to where I've got what their, what their opportunities are, what their potential truly is. And so that, that is my hope is to continue to share my story and, and, and draw people in that need and want to hear it. Awesome. Now, do you have social media? I do. I am. Facebook is is my name, Jennifer Chapman, right now. I'm working on creating a group within that. Uh, so I'm working on that. Instagram, I'm at Just Commit Coaching. And I also have found a valuable audience on LinkedIn as well. Um, so Jennifer Chapman on LinkedIn as well. Awesome. And do you have a website? I do. I do. It is justcommitcoaching.com. There is no www. So okay. justcommitcoaching.com. Uh, you can find me on there and reach out via email, even Jennifer at justcommitcoaching.com for a complimentary call. I love to hop on calls with folks just to kind of see where their heads are at and just do an intro, you know, conversation and, and see if I'm a fit for them and they're a fit for me. Absolutely. 
So guys, you heard it, how to reach Miss Jennifer on her platforms, on her website. Um, make sure you do that. We are trying to encourage women, especially uh, female entrepreneurs, especially our women entrepreneurs to remain whole. And if you aren't whole, to get whole by getting some help, y'all. Uh, a coach in whatever area that you need in life is very significant right now. Um, also a therapist, they are not the same. So don't think of one as the other or the other is the other, <laughs> if that made sense. But <laughs> they are two, these are two separate entities, but both are much needed in our lives, especially when we start to deal with mental health issues and, you know, anxiety and stress. And, you know, these people are in place to help us through these things. And, you know, sometimes even if you aren't uh, an entrepreneur, you're a mother, you're a wife, your daughter, your sister, you still experience things that cause you mental anxiety or mental pressure, right? So you want to have help with that and you want to reach out to people like Miss Jennifer to help you get on track, to show you different ways of dealing with this and to also help you be functional again and feel yourself, feel good about yourself, bring that confidence back to your new normal, right? So I just wanted to plug that in a little bit. Um, but I, I, I am down now to, to the power. Have a little feedback, sorry. I am down now to the power questions of the night. So I wanted to just round that off uh, with our conversation with Ms. Jennifer about her business. So now we're going to get to know her a little bit more up close and personal just for fun. We are going to ask her a couple of questions. So the first question, what is your theory on creating balance in your business? Hmm. Oh, Nadia, I think the thing that I have learned, and actually I learned this um, at, my, at my former sales organization from one of our female leaders was, she taught me there is no balance. It's you choose to commit to one thing and you give that thing 100% and then you move on to the next thing. Because if you're, it's no longer a, 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 a prominent skill or strength to say that you're multitask, you know, you're good at multitasking. Mm -hmm. And that, because you, you can't give multiple things a hundred percent, right? You're right, right. It's only one 100%. <laughs> yeah. You can easily get distracted and you're thinking about doing something else while you're doing one thing that you know you need to get done. So I think that's what I've learned. And even now creating my business and not that it's, um, it's hard to do. It's hard to commit to that. But once you start to do it on a consistent basis, you start to see um, 
improvement and your, your daily activities and organization. So I would say commit to one thing, give it your hundred percent and then move on to the next thing. I like that. I like that. And I do 100% agree with the fact that there is really no real balance, like an equal balance, but prioritizing, yes. you know, um, and doing different, uh, like you said, put, put making sure that you're putting 100% in the different things that you're doing, but completing a task before starting the next, right? That helps also take the stress off of you. Like, oh God, I got 15 undone projects. <laughs> so, yes, absolutely. All right. In our next question, let's talk about self-care. Where is it on your priority list? Number one, always. That's, that's the other thing I learned is, and that's what I share in, in presentations or speeches that I give to, to communities of, of people here locally is you have to fill your own cup up first. And I think that that's cliche and people hear that, but that's on all levels. That's not just all right, I know I got to get my workout in today, you know, for 30 minutes. No, it's, it's all levels of self-care, mentally, emotionally, spiritually, financially, whatever that is for you, being able to spend, um, you know, 10 minutes, whether you meditate or whether you journal or whether you want to read, a, you know, a, a self-improvement or, or personal growth type of, of book, but it's, creating boundaries for yourself, knowing what's going to give you positive energy and what's going to maybe provide you that negative energy. Right. And if you're aware of that knowing what to do about it, when that comes into your space. So self-care for me on all levels is priority one every single day. Awesome. And I definitely agree with that 100% again, because like you said, it may sound cliche, but we cannot pour from an empty cup and that is all the way 100 you know so we have to make sure that we are good before we can move on to the next and in having the types of businesses that serve you know it's a little extra important in opinion that we make sure that we uh, are together you know because you don't want to go out there serving our people willy nilly. And then we need some service, right? So we want to make sure that we are definitely um, not stretching ourselves too far um, in the areas of not taking care of ourselves. And that's mentally, that's spiritually, that's physically emotionally, like every area of your life, you need to make sure that you're taking very special care of because, you know, as business people, we tend to um, go really far with our businesses and our business ideas and, you know, stay up late and do all these extra things and make different sacrifices. But we have to also value making those sacrifices for our personal self, you know, our personal lives and our children, you know, family is important um, in making sure that we are whole and we are together. Our mental is good because I know that if anything is going on with my children, I am not right. 
you know. And so uh, I just wanted to bring that up. I love the questions and your response to them. And so at this time, I just want to offer you the opportunity to give any parting words. Mm. You know, thank you for the opportunity, Nadia. I appreciate it. Um, I, I I just learned that when you're going through something, when life throws you an unexpected, you know, circumstance, situation, that not only maybe you can't control what happened, but you can control how you how you react to it, right? And how you how you bounce back. How do you want to come back? Do you want to come back stronger? with more grit and more fight and more determination for the new you. And if you do, don't be scared to reach out for help on how you want to get there. I think everybody needs somebody. And even though I had the best support system in the world, I still reached out to to someone additional that I knew I needed to, you know, that I wanted to get further than where I was getting. So to sum up, everybody needs somebody. So reach out to who, who that person can be for you in your life and help you get through what you're going through. Yes, yes, yes. Get you some help guys in whatever area it is that you need. Miss Jennifer Chapman, thank you so much for coming on today and sharing your powerful story with my viewers and my listeners. And I'm just like, really, this conversation was really good. It was really mm-hmm. good tonight. You enlightened me on some things um, and just also made me realize, you. you know, we shouldn't stretch ourselves so far um, until we break. Right. right. So um, I thank you for that. I thank you for that. Yeah. And I thank you for continuing to tell your story to enlighten our female entrepreneurs or even, like I said, just our women, period, on taking care of themselves. And even if we go through adversity, overcome adversity, that there is another chance to get it right and to serve ourselves and our people. So thank you so much. Y'all reach out to her, Jennifer Chapman, on all social media, justcommitcoaching.com. Email her at jennifer at justcommitcoaching.com if you want any further information for her services. Y'all connect with this queen. Thank you once again, Jennifer. Y'all, we are here on Power Conversations Podcast every Thursday 8 a.m. new episode drops on all of your favorite podcast listening platforms. So make sure that you set your notifications or join us on the podcast community where you can get notifications of when our new episodes are loaded. Thank you once again for joining us. I am your host, Nadia Francois, and we will see you next time.